Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the heart stopper, Jana Hilo, and our guest today is the one and the only Eduardo Valdivieso. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives@gmail.com, and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Jalen Dub, how we doing, baby? I am doing good. Yeah, you're looking good. Jana Heartstopper, hello. How are you? I've been better. Yeah, we're gonna hear all about that. <laughs> Very nice. Speaking of being better, this is the Working Perspectives <laughs> podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective. By voice in societies, working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid, launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe and how we get live. All right, so let's talk about it. So I do want to say this. So this is the third time this has happened. Uh, so, and it seems like it's cycling because it happened first with the one and only Talisa Samano, fan of the show, former guest of the show, excellent guest. But what happened was we had a cancellation day of, and Jana put out the bat signal, and then she was able to get a hold of Talisa, and then she was able to come on the show, and it was freaking great, right? And then three, four weeks later, right, Talisa's episode actually airs. And then that same day, the same guest, Bale's day of. And then what did we do? We got the one and only Sheila Barry on the show. Oh, good. So good. What a show, right? And then today, I mean, I know I'm dating us, Sheila Barry episode airs. And guess what? Today's guest canceled day of, right? So <laughs> what did we do? We went to the one and only Jana Banana. She put out the bat signal. And man, did we luck out with today's guest, Eduardo Valdivieso. So super excited to get this thing going. Super excited to get started. Justin, what do you think? I'm super excited. Uh, small world, Talisa, uh, my girlfriend's girlfriend, Chanel, knows her. And like, wow. Yeah, because we got a new listener. What up, Chanel? Shout out, Chanel. So fan fun. of the show. 
Small Chanel, world. how great is Talisa? She's the best person the that ever best. lived. Best. Oh my God. I'm gonna answer for Chanel and tell you that she's incredible. The Probably second best to you. Oh, the Thanks. queen, the the pantsuit goat right there. Oh, Forget it. Of all time. Yeah, tell me about it. Pat Summerall has a lot, or was it? No, who was yeah. it? Is Pat it Summit. Th- Pat Summit. Pat he Summerall was the announcer. Pat, Sum- Pat Summerall. <laughs> I've had a lovely pantsuit from JC Petty. Yeah. Do you know Pat Summerall used to be a kicker for the Giants? I did not. Yeah. Did you ever hear the? I mean, I know we're bird walking right now, but I do want to tell the story. So you know, uh, do you know Concrete Charlie, Chuck Bednarik, right? See? And you remember the Concrete Charlie, Chuck Bednarik, Frank Gifford hit, See? right? So what had happened was that day, Concrete Charlie obliterates Frank Gifford, right? Obliterates him, and it's a football game, Jana, FYI. And Thanks. it's the Eagles versus the Giants, right? Last in the Go play back. to save the game, Concrete Charlie Chuck Bagnerick levels this running back named Frank Gifford, right? Crushes him, okay? Crushes him. Levels him so bad that he has to leave the game, right? The Giants are then, the game's over. The Giants are heading back to the locker room. And what had happened that day, right, is that uh, a fan in the stadium had had a heart attack and died, Right. So when the Giants were leaving to go back into the locker room, they saw people, they saw like the medics carrying someone out in a stretcher with a blanket over them. And they were all convinced that Concrete Charlie had killed Frank Gifford because he hit him (laughs) so hard. But turns out he just, you know, knocked the shit out of him. And it was some other guy. Yep. Pat Summerall told that story. So either way. (laughs) Wow. On board. Can we go? Yep. yep, Keeping it moving. (laughs) So. Super excited to have Eduardo on the show today. Really, really excited to get into this. So we got a lot to cover, so I want to get right into it. So, Eduardo, I just want to say thanks for being on the show. And before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better, The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Oh, man, you know what? Honestly, I don't even remember them anymore. I saw them, but... <laughs> part 2 by default. Probably everybody, <laughs> like, if, if if you really, really Part 2 by default, I mean, I know it's more about... um um. What's his name? De Niro. What's the, what's the, yeah, it's more about what's it called? De Niro in the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. Vito. Right. Yeah, they do the flashback. Sadly, yeah, first one, um, the first one's better. The Sunny, I'm kind of like is. Luca. Sure. Like I kind of like I don't I I like old I like I like old movies and things like that, but I'm always like moving forward, and I like like newer movies and things yeah. like that. And now I don't even really watch movies. Dude, I'll tell you. I got what, kids. Yeah. I watch oh, yeah. Kids. yeah. Yeah. You're watching Baby Shark a hundred times a day in Paw Patrol. Yeah. No, I, I do. Yeah. You're right. No, I, I did see Minions, the newest. Is it the good? Rise yeah. of, did you Rise watch? Did you watch Lightyear yet? No. Oh, Lightyear that, actually pretty pretty good. Yeah. That looks pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. I, we're definitely gonna watch that too. Yeah, it's not gonna I lie. Boot, I got that little bootleg fire stick going on. Yeah, you got <laughs> the jailbroke fire stick. I don't know if I should be saying that right now, but right since we're on podcast, statue of limitations has passed. That was years ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, even though I just watched Rise of Gru, right? Yeah. No, but um, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you, dude. I'll tell you, it's I love old movies. I absolutely love them, and I love the nostalgia of like watching them and and remembering like the people I saw them with originally. But even watching like a movie from the '90s now sometimes can be tough, just because the way movies are now. You know what I mean? Like 
There's That's some exactly movies. Why. The first, so the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. You go, yeah. wa- go look at his, <clears throat> go look at the Green Goblin like outfit. And you're like, does it still hold so up? Che- it's like so cheesy, right? Dude, like, even like, yeah. yeah, like the first Lord of the Rings gimmick too. You're like, this was way better back then. I mean, it still holds up, but in comparison, like, dude, we've seen Endgame, right? Like, yeah. we've all seen Endgame. What is it? What, what is going to compare to Endgame? Terminator 2, yo. Still holds up? T-1000 still, I'm still like, that's still great. Yeah, yeah. Princess Bride. Princess Bride, still a smash. Have fun storming the castle. Oh, my God. Stop saying that. (laughs) My name is is Anita Montoya. Yeah. Oh, the best. Dude, there was a lot. There's a story I heard that, remember the scene that they did with Billy Crystal in, like, you know, in the cabin? Mandy Patinkin, the guy who plays Negro Montoya, he said that he he cracked or, or punctured a rib or something like that because oh he he it, it, he was holding in a laugh so hard that he like <laughs> yeah like cr- like bruised a rib because ma- like Billy Crystal is just so the dude the best line that he said is he was like you know true love's good but you know what's really good. A nice MLT, a mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. When the mutton's cut, I fucking lost it. That and Andre, Andre, no more rhymes, and I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? Are you kidding me? I Go said ahead. that he. I didn't say that he's dead. I said that he was mostly dead. <laughs> Lala, I bet Lala. you guys love spaceballs. Then oh, uh, spaceballs is fantastic, dude. I feel like I have a connection with people whose parents let them watch spaceballs and Blazing Saddles when they were kids. Right? <laughs> my like my dad are- was always letting us watch that shit. Yeah, my parents were originally from another country, so you know it's a little bit different when you come yeah. there. Like the the levels of like things that you care about, like. In third world countries, people are more like survival and things like yeah. you have a coat on before you go outside. Then yeah. they're focused on like, are you going to hear a curse word or even drink some liquor? <laughs> yeah. <right>? yeah. <laughs> are you going to watch a Mel Brooks movie that talks about your Schwartz? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And plus, I had an older brother who was like four years older than me and he like oh. corrupted me. So by the time I was yeah. like five years old, like I was cursing with like a like i had an arsenal of curse words yeah I was you're like, like a, a veteran navy man yeah, by the time you were five <laughs> yeah, yeah also i'm pretty sure when we were in sixth grade eduardo wore a shirt to school with a middle finger on it and got sent <laughs> <home to school. laughs> but it wasn't just like a picture of finger, it was like plastic coming out of the shirt oh, that's like so <laughs> but we were oh. like in sixth grade and they were like please go home immediately really i, I don't even remember that you don't honest. remember that shirt no um, i mean i've I done so many bad right things now. in school so i know and we went so to a fun. school where that was like the least yeah the least i know of your worries is me wearing and we didn't go to like a, a school where it, it was just so we'll talk about that later me and jana were talking about that like it could be it's just such a mix but like there's amazing one day it's like an all-out brawl game <laughs> fighting like like clicks back then there wasn't gang but it was like crews of clicks. people and they yeah yeah fighting each other there's always fights and stuff going on so but just... then other days it'd be like <laughs> disneyland it's kind of weird yeah 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 no that's great never though. boring yeah. So the Disneyland days, I wore the middle finger shirt. Yeah, that is like, absolutely hysterical. And I was the bad boy. If if yeah. I was your sixth grade teacher, I'd be like, pass this fucking kid, right? Like this kid gets it, you know? <laughs> this kid gets an A, right? Yeah, this kid knows what he's doing. He's the best. Nice. So okay, 
So, okay. Well, let's move on to the next question then. Uh, Cheetos, do you do crunchy or puffed? Oh, man. Oh, crunchy. Definitely. <laughs> Finally. Do you know how long? Paul is right. Do you know how That's long it's been enough. since we've had a crunchy, right? Like, I can't believe the puffed renaissance that's been going hot on. Streak. Oh, talk about I'll tell you this, Eduardo. And I know you know this because you're a massive fan of the show. But it was almost a year of asking that question, and no one said puff. <laughs> no one. Yeah. And then. No, it's like about the text is so satisfying, right? I, or some people would say the opposite, right? With the foamy, um, puffy shit. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's like, it's like the puffs. It's just like, if it's, it reminds me of those rainy days where it starts to rain on your puff and the cheese yeah. starts running down your fingers. But the yeah. other shit, what yeah. the you know, when it's all, when it's all yeah. packed in and compact, and compact, you know, you just, you, it, it's all contained. And yeah. it's still very satisfying. Yeah. When you're well, eating. who brings their cheese puffs out in the rain? Yeah. Like, what's often? going on? <laughs> I mean, somehow, somehow, when I have cheese puffs, some water gets on. There's always yeah. like always. some kind of moisture in the air. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Cheese cheese puffs aren't built to handle inclement weather. Everybody <laughs> this knows, guy knows what I need. This yeah. guy. This guy right here knows what I need. Yeah. A Cheeto, though. I'll tell you. You get the one that looks like Bam Bam's club from the Flintstones. <laughs> Right, right. Oh, those are fun. Oh, they're the or, best. Or, 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 tiny little pigeon shits, like like tittle, um, <laughs> seagull shits, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. But orange, though. Orange and cheesy. Yeah. Next question. And, Eduardo, this is going to separate the men from the boys. All right? This is going right. to really determine the person you are right now. Let's go. When you eat your wings, are you drums or flats? Oh, man. Flats. <laughs> The man of honor. Wow. Wow. You know what? You like really you really pick I think the drums is like offer for pretty boys. It's like pretty boys. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. wow. Right. When you have the flats, it's like it's like a challenge. You gotta claw it. <laughs> that's, that's okay, Matt. We could be good looking. Yeah, that's how you get those drum. strong that's how you get those strong figures. I got that so like I got this little like snap that I got bone. this like there's this tactic right here. I like grab it from the bottom. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone eat the cartilage of their I wings? I nah. don't. I've seen people that do it. I'm like, dude, what are you? What planet are you from? No one but eats the, the cartilage. But, but the gristle, are like there's some people I got know. something. I know the man who used to eat chicken and the bone i was just about to say things you find out about oh. the person you're going to marry when you eat chicken is that a- damien eats the bones and i was like Shut what up. are you punching on over there and he was like hear that noise too. what he was like it's chicken ain't it i was like no it's bones and he's like what ain't it why you gotta put on that like though. i can't do that one I Dude. can't do that. What does he like break it and eat the marrow or just like eats Ugh. the bone, legit the bone? The bone. He fucking eats the bone. Wow. Like, I hear him crunching and I'm like, I want a divorce immediately. Wow. <laughs> my, I've been uh, hungry before, but not chicken bone hunger. My uh <laughs> my stepfather's father, he lived to be 96, but every night was served half a chicken and a little cup of bourbon. And would return the plate clean. Wow. Wow. Well, he's probably the most manly man that's ever lived. He was the manliest man who ever lived. Oh, my God. He legit won World War II by himself. Yeah, he he was there. He's got a shitload of medals. He golfed every day. One time, thieves broke into his neighbor. He was, I think, in his (laughs) 80s. And thieves broke into his neighbor's house. And they were. it was in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. So they have like these little four-foot fences in this little old community. And they're jumping each fence. 
and he hid behind the shed with a shovel and timed it and whacked one in the face with a <laughs> shovel and tried taking the other one down. He was so fired up. He loved it, yo. Like, wow. He sounds hot. Yeah. He's is wobble. he single? What's going on? Yeah. Man. He's no longer with us, but God Shout bless out. him. Fan of the oh, show. Man. Angriest man I've ever met in, in my I mean, whole I life. Bet you, I bet you that chicken was like organic and no. <laughs> <laughs> no he probably no killed chicken. the chicken too. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. He yelled at it. Probably today. like perfectly baked <laughs> chicken, healthy chicken every day. He's like, I like some... Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying though, like, like, because he he survived until he's like 95, so oh, had yeah, some, like good quality chicken. Yeah, it couldn't be the bad stuff. No, Definitely. he he didn't storm the beach to not eat the whole damn chicken. You know what I'm saying? He knew a storm <laughs> Iwo Jima to be eating some low fluting bird. <laughs> yeah, nice. So, okay, Janet, you said you had a question. No, I just wanted to talk about the chicken bones. Okay, right. <laughs> Next question then. Uh, Eduardo, amusement park or water park? What would you prefer? A water park, without wow. a doubt. Ding, ding, ding. Eduardo, we're so different. Started so strong. Wow. <laughs> Did you know? We didn't. Things we don't have in common. It's like, you know what? It's all about associated with good memories. And yeah. water sure. parks for me are have really good memories tied to them. And I like yeah. one of them was like Action Park growing up in New Jersey. Oh my like one of them, one of the wait, wait, wait. Action Park, like from the documentary Action yeah. Park? You've yeah, been there? Carlo, yeah, oh me and Carlo God, went yes. every year. What? Did you try what? the loop? <laughs> yeah, did, we did I, everything. I, I, did the, I, was, I, was, I was a little kid. I couldn't do the loop. But, Dude. but that loop, yeah, but I remember the Tarzan, the Tarzan rope. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. all the people who used to backflip mm-hmm. and belly flop off that thing. And like, it would be like going cracking. through a, it was like a gauntlet. And then also watching the people go down that some sometimes I couldn't believe how they let people do that. Like you'd go down one of those like cement slopes where the mm-hmm. water's supposed to pass pass through in the reservoirs. Yeah. It would be down like a steep ass hill, and they'd let people go down on like those like rickety like, little the board, yeah. those knee boards and shit, dude. Yeah, man. But it was, fun. Was, it was. We did that, and I was so scared on that thing. You like it was like the little lips were like. Boink. Like you could have felt fallen off any minute. And it was really? like the tube was like the tube was. Yeah, like that's this. what I'm saying. It wasn't even yeah, like a flight. Right. Like... <laughs> right. But you could have just went right off and flew into the air. And but can wow. I tell you, was it not the funnest place though? It was so like, much fun. So much fun. They like, said so like much. the lifeguards just didn't give a shit, right? Like they were just no, because like... they were all twelve. Yeah. <laughs> they said too, like if you were at like the Tarzan swing or something. There's like a line of people, and if you like chicken out or something, everyone's heckling you and yes, yelling at yes, you. Yes, that's exactly true. No, I just wanted, that's what I said about the gauntlet feeling. Like you had this feeling of like going through a gauntlet yeah. when you were in that line, and they're like, "Come on, it's my turn!" Like, hurry up! <laughs> there was no time to be scared there. Like, you can't be scared there. Nice. Do you remember like the thing that was like a, just a big cliff and you would jump off? Yes, that's right. Yeah, the twenty foot okay. cliff. Yeah, I remember doing that's what, that. I remember we like we walked up to there. It was me and Carla, and we would go every year. And we walked up to there, and we were like, "Fuck," because we were like eight. Yeah. But, and, you, and they had that gauntlet feeling again. They're like, yes, "If you yeah, don't jump, yeah, yes, <laughs> and we definitely jumped off and like prayed for our lives." Yeah. <laughs> what isn't too like? I think in the documentary, they said this, like they would pay people to do the loop thing. Right. And they oh, kept, I remember that. And they kept coming out with like scratches all over them. And then when they like dissembled it to figure out why the hell everyone was being scratched, they Without found teeth. 
they found <laughs> teeth and the teeth were i was like this place is nuts all right shout <laughs> out <laughs> You know why I'm a little surprised, though? You must be a real humble guy, man. Because first, before we were talking, before the show started, you were talking about how good Peberg was in wrestling, and then you went to Easton. So I'm like, or you're affiliated with Easton. And, like, they're dominant compared to, like, Peberg. I mean, yeah. um, but then you're also saying, like, you're surprised at Action Park, but you're from Pennsylvania, which has, like, no rules. Like, nothing. <laughs> if you, you want to go... If you want to go right now to a creek and like just grab like a canoe and just start randomly like like boating on a reservoir without a license or something like you can totally do that or do some kind of like like there's like I just went to like an area in 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 PA it's called um, Wilkes Bar yeah <laughs> yeah uh, uh, one of the co-hosts on our Friday show is he's he was raised in Wilkes Bar yeah check 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 this out Jana you they slide down rock. Rock you, slide. Did you go to the tubs? Natural rock slide. Were you at the huh? tubs? Is that what it was yeah, called? Yeah, I went to yeah. the tubs too, like yeah. seven tubs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could easily die out there. Like you go down one of those um, oh, yeah. slopes and you hit a rock. I mean, oh. it's done. And there's no lifeguards there. No. So it's even worse. Like at least like Action Park, you're going to break a leg, but somebody's going to save you. Like <laughs> you're going to die and nobody's going to even notice that that happened. In fact, I went with um our and and um, Jana knows this guy, one of my best friends, Pablo. I went with him and his family. I, I took my kids, my little ass kids, and we're like going through this creek by ourselves, and like it's super sharp rocks everywhere, and you like you could just go like, oh, it's time to slide. You just like slide down these rocks, and go down, like fly into a river, and there's like a super fast current going on, like you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. That's PA though, and you guys yeah. also like. Come around Halloween season too. You guys have like vacant asylums where they actually grab you and stick you in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually yeah. There's a uh, uh, there's a place in Philly called the Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there That's one time. That's where I live. Yeah, I live yeah. Like you four live right... blocks from there. Okay, yeah, you're, you know where I live. Yeah, you're That's in Fairmount. She's she's crazy. She lives in a pen. <laughs> I live inside. I'm one of the, the penitentiary. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, we went there for the Halloween gimmick one year, and the the girl I was seeing at the time got thrown out for punching one of the the performers in the <laughs> asylum. I, like, I I went with my friend Victor last year, and I said I have to hold on to you, so I held oh, on to him the whole time yeah. because I will punch. Like I don't, I haven't gone for years because I I punch like that's yeah. what I do. That's my reaction to things. That's yeah. why I stopped nannying. Yeah. So I um I went with Victor, and they had like a real they had like a real chainsaw there, and they're chasing us with a chainsaw. It was yeah. really scary. Oh yeah, yeah that's so funny. No, go ahead. No, Sorry. no, you go. Go ahead. No, I was like, that reminded me, like, the way that Janice said she, like, grabbed that guy that she was with when she was in that scary area. Like, that was one of my most, like, early intimate moments with the girl when I was, like, <laughs> I went to, like, I remember going, I was, like, I, I don't know if it was, like, Virginia or something. I mean, my parents took us on, like, some trip, and we went to, like, a haunted house, and there's some girl that was, yeah. like, right behind me in line in one of the scary rides and the whole time she's like grabbing me like i'm her boyfriend and i don't even know this girl (laughs) like she's all like on top of me and like grabbing me and i'm like damn man yeah i'm only like nine nine years old this girl's like 18 and she's all (laughs) 
I gotta so, go to more haunted houses, man. Amen to yeah. that. Amen. All right. You're scared and you have a boner. Yeah. <laughs> the, the old fear boner gets fear. him every time. Fear works it every time. Yeah. Scare her into intimacy. So oh my god. No, I, I, I was the one that was being taken advantage of, right? But I, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, dude, a haunted house, forget about it. there's actually speaking of the cliff jumping though, there's a few places in PA, like there was one by us called Black Rock. But there's this one place in Scranton. It's called Nayog Park. And it is legit like it's like a cliff jumping place, but is like one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. It's mm. in this park where there's a water. So it's a horseshoe shape, right? The waterfall is at like the top of the horseshoe. And that's the lowest point. It's probably like 20 feet. But then around it, it gradually goes up. So one side, it goes up to like 35 feet. But on the other side, it goes up to like 80 feet. And there's people oh, that no jump one. off it. Yeah. Nope. It's called the killer. It's great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people died on that hill. I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, with a name like killer. You yeah. Know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm honestly saying, man, I, when I was a kid, when I couldn't, like, if I was too short to, like, ride some kind of ride, I knew I would go to PA and I'd be able to ride later. Like, <laughs> it's like an arbitrage opportunity and stuff like that. Like, man, I'm too little to ride this ride. Let me go to PA. They, they have no rules over there. I could totally get on this loop-de-loop. I'm only six years old, you know? You know what? That makes a lot of sense now because there's, you know, my, like... My son, my son, check this out. My son yeah. was three. He rode the roller coaster on Sesame Street at Sesame Place. Really? Yeah, like, <laughs> three years old, and I have pictures. Oh, I gotta show it to you. You would die yeah. laughing. Oh my yeah. god, you see this? You just see you could barely see him. He's like, I mean, it, it, you're, it's it's not a loop de loop. I mean, it just but goes still, really fast. Yeah, yeah. He, my, 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 <laughs> yeah. He made the height. He so made funny. the requirement. It hey. was crazy. That's dude, PA, man. That's it, dude. I'll tell you, there's something that I found like the last few years. So. I worked at this bar. It's called Graham's Pub in Andorra. And it's right by this park called uh, Valley Green, right? And Valley Green, it's like this creek and there's woods on each side, right? And then there's another park by my house now called Tucany Creek Park, right? Where it's the same thing where there's like this stream that goes through with woods on each side and a trail. And like for like the last few years, people have been coming down from like New York and North Jersey and they've been coming to go swim and play in these creeks and stuff. And I'm like, why are you coming all the way down here? But if you're saying like, it's not, people aren't allowed to do that in Jersey and New York, I guess that's why. Cause in PA, you can just yeah. fucking jump in the Creek. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, like, it's up to you. It's like, the, it's like the Canada of, of, of New York. And New Jersey. <laughs> Devil's pool is back there. In Devil's pond pool. Devil's pond pool. But, you can jump into a, oh, a section yeah. of it too. Yeah. Yeah. That you, could, you could drink liquor at 16. Yeah, there's yeah. All, that's what most most people are like playing music, drinking, yeah. and then just jumping into bodies of water with unknown. Yeah. yeah. And another quarry jumping about- is another thing. Oh, in PA. Uh, quarry jumping is for the issue it. with that is at a certain point of depth, the water is so goddamn cold that your body goes oh, into yeah. shock and then you don't come back up. Correct. Happens every once in a while. Or they sink a lot of construction equipment too, or you jump in and you don't know how deep it is and you get poked with something. but it's usually the that like you know like the first 10 feet is like you know i don't know 40 degrees but then under that it's like third it's freezing really yeah just because it's that low sun like doesn't doesn't touch it wow 
Damn, I used to I I used to know uh, one of the fans of the show, listener show, Doctor Jeff Hartman. He was big into scuba diving, and he would tell me they would go to quarries, and on Easter they would have Easter egg hunts in the quarries because there's no. like planes and like construction equipment and cars, like you're saying, down there. So they'd scuba dive and like get these Easter eggs and stuff down in the water. And I'm like, you're nuts, but I can imagine that it's like that's probably the case quarries are fucking weird dude if you want to dump a body throw it in the fucking quarry you know what i'm saying or take it to the pig farm whatever one pa's got both no big deal you know what i mean uh, that's pa so it's i'm saying like if you're from pa nothing really impresses you and we thought we were from like a different town a really diverse area but like pa is so damn weird you ever see somebody they look like they're from the city you're like man where are you from man you look, you're from brooklyn he's like no i'm from amish town <laughs> I'm from the Lancaster. Amish world. Yeah, Lancaster. Yeah. I'm on the like Springer. Lancaster, yeah. like people like driving around in like Lamborghinis right next to buggies. Yeah, it's crazy, oh. man. Dude, you ain't kidding. Like, it's so diverse. It's crazy. It's like, yeah, yeah. I do love it here. Dude, the Amish country, that is some, like, it is crazy to think, like, a hipster from Brooklyn and an Amish guy probably have almost the exact same wardrobe. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy but you know like pa is like where people who are on the run from new york go ahead to get away out there yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's true it's the truth yeah PA there's people so many people Atlanta. moving in oh east is like the getaway area down. yeah See, so many here. people are moving into philadelphia and working in new york and just being like fuck it it's chunk change to live out here and then yeah. just take the train because they're rich yeah they take a two-hour train ride every day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, I would I would love to like if they did. Uh, well, I mean, you know, a speed train would be cool. And I think that might help it. But either way. But no, for PA, though, there's Philly and there's Pittsburgh. And then everywhere else, everywhere else is like Kentucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Pennsylvania. So, yeah. Pennsylvania. You can get lost. Where there's you know sheets. You see a sheets. You're going to see people in overalls. <clears throat> I yeah. went into a sheets the other day. I saw five people in overalls. I was like, where am I? Yeah, you're in weirdos. I got though. a schmuffin. So oh, overalls. if you start if you start saying like burn burn is a fr- you know what that's a new question we should ask sheets or wawa and everyone better say fucking wawa because sheets can go fucking <laughs> I, mean, look, I have my own like you know Wawa's like a family member like i have my own disagreements about wawa's quality nowadays but like it's why i've never even heard of sheets wow. It's it's, it's it's an it's oh it's for people that say pop instead of soda. That's what fucking <laughs> all right it's for so those assholes. Pain. Yeah, and then Eduardo, last question: waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. Hell yeah! Ah, Me and this guy. Wow. Pretty <laughs> close. You almost hit for the J Dub cycle. I would have totally, I would have totally said waffles, but I make my kids pancakes all the time. Yeah, waffles. Uh, yeah, family respect. And you can like stick stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, you can stick stuff in waffles too, but like, mm. put the, you put the, the, you know, you mix the batter with stuff. Chalky chips, sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. Make a little yeah, funfetti know. pancake. Funfetti, yeah. shout out. That's a sleeper. Kids love a funfetti pancake. Yeah, funfetti sells a day. Do you ever do the pancake that's like the size of the pan, like the big pancake? Whoa, look out! The opposite. Big ones. I make a bunch <laughs> of little boys smoking a pancake. Smoking uh, a pancake. Sh- a pipe in a crib. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think you know what? Maybe we, Justin, remind me of this question so we can answer or ask it again. I think another question should be: What do you think is better, space balls or blazing saddles? Mm. I didn't see blazing saddles. How many uh, movies are you gonna do? Stick with the Godfather. 
You know what? <laughs> shove off, all right, Jim? Shove I, off. I so failed that Whatever, one, man. Bro. I really forgot. I got to go watch The Godfather 1 and 2 again. It's only going to take me seven hours, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you have five days? Uh, but, yeah. okay. Six hours. Remember, remember when we were kids, when you wanted to rent Godfather from the, like, Oh, Bradley and it's the double like, cassette? The, yeah. The double cassette. <laughs> Dude, Braveheart was, was a Braveheart. double cassette? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Braveheart so is timeless. Scarface. Scarface was a double tape. Yeah, yeah. but those are timeless movies. Okay. Those, were, those yeah. are still good movies, and they are like legitly done well. Metal yeah. Like you don't, one. you don't need to have special effects for those movies. They did really well, like yeah. the way that they are. You know what I mean? Bra- Braveheart holds up. I actually watched it somewhat recently, and Braveheart holds up still. Like even like i mean like just the way they shot it it was really really realistic mel gibson in a in a battle war scene come on man dude he's still he's still the fucking best Shout yeah, out. He's a pretty, fan he's of the show listen bad. to the show so okay let's keep it going all right so let's get it started um so eduardo here you were born in brooklyn but you grew up in somerset new jersey is that right yeah that's right with jana uh with, um sorry about that what do you call it banana Jan- i mean <laughs> you know you can you call, can call me by my given name <laughs> why ben all right come on ben ben <laughs> <laughs> but uh then but you said you were are your parents immigrants or did you yeah my parents okay. and, and even my older brother i was the okay. first one born here so Nice. Yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, and um, what we, country did they were they originally Peru. from? They're from Peru. Peru, yep. fucking shout out! Damn, you yeah. never hear Peru. You big Tom Segura fan? You don't, man. Ah, I'm more Americanized, I'll tell you. Even though yeah. I speak fluent Spanish, yeah. But now it's like in New York, it's all Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. So sure. that's kind of like what I grew up around too in Jersey. But yeah. um, not too many of us. And you know what? Out of that too, like my cousins, I come back home and they're like, "You're American. You're not Peruvian." I'm like, you know what? Screw you. All right, fine. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but yeah. no, but I, I no, I represent. I definitely represent. Definitely proud. Um, my parents moved to um, they moved here in like 1979 or 1980. Oh, shout out! To, to, from Canada to Brooklyn, they started in Canada, then they went to Brooklyn. Okay, stayed there a few years. My dad's nice. a doctor immigrant. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> He's a doctor. And then was it called? He had to kind of like start all over. Oh, wait. So he was a doctor in Peru. Then he moved here. And then and... he had to like do your residency all over again or something like that. Yeah. Oh, some that's some like bullshit. That. And that takes like a few years. And yeah. then he finally became like, he, after a couple of years, he finally became a doctor. And the opportunity came like, I don't know, things weren't working out in Brooklyn. So then he ended up in Jersey. And then, Is he uh, like a general practitioner or what kind of? No, he's he's actually uh, a neonatologist, which is like a baby doctor, like the Damn. ones that rescue like preemies and stuff like that. Damn, he's doing. And the as much as I fight, my, like my my dad is like, yeah, for real, my dad. Sometimes like I get so mad at him sometimes because he's like such like a hard ass to us at home, but like he's like yeah, like a saint, like a really good yeah. man. Like, and he doesn't get. He's not like those doctors with the private practice who are like rich, like super rich. He did well in life. I, obviously, he does well, but like he's not like the rich doctors like that yeah. get like you know that private money. He yeah, worked. He, he like worked at. Yeah, he worked at the hospital, so like Damn. he had to sleep there all the time, and like Damn. he's literally on a regular basis saving lives. Dude, talk about the American dream. He came here right? with a dream. 
had to go through medical school like or what you know his internship all over again just so he could like help people and he did it for his family to give them a better life that's incredible man well can i tell you uh, i I gotta be i gotta be I, i gotta tell you like the whole thing how that worked out my dad was actually general practitioner at first and then the opportunity came up like if you want to go like in Canada, he was like general, like general medicine or whatever. And they're like, yeah. okay, you want to go to the Amer- you want to go to America? There's this opportunity in Neonatology and you want to do that. And he's like, you know what? I'll do it. Dude. And, and it kind of like the opportunity came up. It was something like that. My mom told me the story. When my mom says it, it's like, you could write a, you could write a movie about it. It was like, <laughs> it was such an interesting story, but like, yeah. And then, sure. and then how about this one? My dad actually, the visas expired and we were illegal. My parents were illegal immigrants <laughs> and my brother for a few years. Wow. And we almost got, we almost got, we were this close from getting kicked out the country. And I was supposedly the excuse of how we stayed because mm-hmm. I had like asthma. So there was like a medical reason. <laughs> Yeah. And and um yeah man so dude that's incredible. Job. Yeah, hey, that, yeah. Shout Good out job. to you. Yeah. Good job you and your asthma. Yeah. What uh what part of Peru Good were job, were they from? And Lima? My, my dad's my dad, my mom is from Lima and my okay. dad is from like the total opposite side. It's like the jungle. He's like this jungle area called Tarapoto. So it's like Tarapoto. Tarapoto. It's like off the back of the Andes, yeah. 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 But still to this day, it's like it's like a, a imagine imagine like a true like jungle area, but with like a city in there. It's like a city in the middle of like the jungle. Dude, or whatever. South America is such like an inc- it's such an interesting place, man. Like I would all love to go to Argentina <laughs> and Chile and Brazil. You know, like I have a yeah, buddy man. of mine, one of my best friends. He's married to a former Miss Ecuador, right? Like these countries oh, are wow. incredible. You know, just like. The history and everything like that, like it's it yeah. really is like such an interesting they place. Pyramids. The they have the Aztec pyramids. I'm not sure. I think that's in Mexico. Yeah, the Incas are the Incas are are okay. and um are our Native Americans or whatever our natives. Okay. And um Native South Americans, I guess. But um the Germans are up to wild shit in Argentina. South America's wild. They yeah. Cool canals. Oh yeah. Well, that's, well, we that's central. The, yeah. Yeah, that's on right. um, Panama. <laughs> Geography's all messed up. Yeah. I just came but back Eduardo loves Panama. I do yeah. like Panama. My dad was I, in the military. They dropped him off in Panama one night, and he he had to run across Panama. He told us that it was a tough, tough mission. Yeah. What was what was he? What he was, was a, what? He's an army ranger. Yo, yeah. yo, you are like the most humblest guy on earth, like right now. He's like, Man, <laughs> your dad's amazing. Oh my god, he's saying life of me. Your dad has like these special ops <laughs> missions. <laughs> he, like, saved, he like saved our country. Like yeah. he was the lone warrior survival. Yeah. They put him in like a pack of three. He like wiped out like 80, 80 people and like took out like this kingpin drug lord. That, like, it was actually out. 85 people, but come on, we want to be now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And but... this guy's like, yeah, I used to like dibble and dabble in wrestling. You were like state champ probably. Were you? Not, no, no, I wasn't. No. You were. You were national champ. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But You're like a super humble guy. I really appreciate you, man. Hey, man. Seventh Street champ. Yeah. Seventh Street what? Seventh Street champion. Was, What's that? I mean, What's that? Eighth Street? Seventh Street? What's your Sixth Street? Six. Justin. Just a bit outside. <laughs> Just a like, bit outside. What, but what, no. is that, what does that mean? Is that like, like like a regional champ or something? 
No, he's joking. I grew up on Sixth Street. Oh, oh okay. Seventh yeah. Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, real, real quick though, I know we've been questions heavy, uh, but it's now time for everyone's favorite segment. It's Jalen Dub question segment. Jalen Dub's question asking some questions. Jalen Dub's questions a new favorite segment. Jalen Dub's questions. All right. So, Eduardo, Justin's going to have some very interesting questions for you that we hope you answer because uh, it would suck if you didn't. So, all right, Jalen Dub, take it away. For a million bucks, would you wear a cowboy hat every day? Hell yeah. Whoa, whoa. Like every time you go in public, you have to wear your cowboy hat. Same one. Can you switch up hats? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can switch up hats. Every day for the rest of my life. Yeah, cowboy hat. And how long? And how long though? Like well, you're, you're while like you're sure. the whole time you're awake. If you're out like in I'm, public, like I'm, I'm going swimming and shit, and I gotta have no, my. Have, my... Yeah, no, it, well, I mean, it, it can go to... off when you're in the shower yeah. and you have to bring yeah. it with you and wear it wherever you go. You don't have to wear it while you're eating nah, in a restaurant. Like you're supposed bur- to take it like off. A, yeah, that's a burden. And, and you're just I'm, you're just now I'm a cowboy hat guy. Like. You know what? Like I'm saying, like I, it, 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 no, I wouldn't do that. Then if I have to carry it like everywhere with me all the just, time, yeah, you would just it, be no. a cowboy hat guy now. I thought you just meant it's like I, I can go outside every day. I have to like qualify to wear it. It would be like an hour. Or maybe no, that's you got to put your steps minutes. in with your cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah I got to put in my steps. My, <laughs> I got my like cowboy hat app and shit. <laughs> your 15 minutes are up. You've done your cowboy hat for today. You may now yeah. remove your cowboy hat. Yeah, All right, along the same line, for two hundred thousand like dollars, never to eat cheese again. Two hundred grand to never eat cheese. Nah, that's nah. some bland tacos, baby. Nah, yeah, exactly. Hell no. Yeah, no. yeah, that's wrong. Can you eat vegan that. cheese? That's that wrong, man. That's just wrong. Yeah, that's no cheese. cheese. No cheese, Janet. No. That's no. what it tastes like. Cheese. It's like the vegan in me is like. I'd have to try it, like, and then I would answer you. It would be good no, don't try you. it. It's awful. Yeah, I was gonna say I doubt it tastes like cheese. What about two million dollars? No, two million yeah. to never uh, eat cheese again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really like cheese. And if you accidentally eat it, you have to give them two million back. Yeah, you got to return the money. I'd probably, I, I'd probably, I'd probably say I, it would probably my limit would probably be like twelve million. Twelve mil, yeah. no Both. more cheese. Wow, there is a number, but like I really do like. Look, my diet basically consists of meat and cheese. Also, like think okay, about like keto. cheese, cheese, <laughs> cheese products right. too, right? No more cheese. No it's no more Cheetos. No, more pizza. no, pizza. no more pizza. Wow. No the putting Parmesan right. cheese on your pasta. Oof. Like Fuck. all gone. See you. I love lasagna. Nah, man. Oh. Eating's a part of life, man. It's like taking yeah. away your life, right? That's a hard bargain. Nah, yeah. man. Cowboy I mean, hat's one thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could be lactose and just not eat cheese anyway. What if it's, like, by accident and you didn't know you were about to eat it and someone, like, put I would be the there? judge. And yeah. I would judge. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're pretty Maybe fair. if you throw it back up after you accidentally eat it, if you're like, whoa, whoa, someone poisoned me, a bush. You'd be like, I got who's, yeah. who's paying you to be the judge to follow me around everywhere? Yeah, I'm also not follow like, you around. It's under the is there like <laughs> is there like an insurance guy that like he's <laughs> like he's kind of like, look, I'm gonna be following you. If you do eat cheese, I will report this. Yeah, there's like a whole and you know that's his job to get the money you back. Tell if it was you blue cheese, a, a cheese piss test. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a great question. How much money to never eat cheese again? How about you? Like, what do you think? You look like a cheese kind of guy. 
Dude, I think cheese fucks me up and I still won't stop eating it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, is so, there I mean, anything whatever my better life's than, like, worth plus probably like fifty million dollars? Yeah. So like fifty million dollars and twenty five cents. Seven dollars and twenty eight yeah, yeah. cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, Guarantee. is there is there anything better than like you have like a stack of American cheese and just crabbing a slice off and just having at it? Uh, like, come on, the best, oh, fucking best. I have provolone and a nice yellow American in my fridge right now. <laughs> A beautiful yellow American cheese. A yellow American? <laughs> a yeah. yellow? What are you, fucking five? Yeah, I like is it, it like one of the craft singles? I like it with my eggs. What? The it's white American, American is the only way to go. Yo, God, yeah, white American yourself. is for that rich people. a little racist right there. Yeah, so white nationalist. <laughs> if it's Jesus. not white American, I don't want it. White Republican, I mean, I mean, I mean white American. Oh. You should be allowed to be proud of white American cheeses in this country. There's nothing wrong with saying that. All you yellow cheeses. White American, you know? Yeah. Oh man. Craft, craft, craft. Craft, craft American cheese singles is disgusting. Those are only good for like that is an like, insult to American nah, cheese. I'll accept them at like a barbecue outside. I'll take it though if I'm desperate. Right. Though. If, it's a, cooler, if it's on a if it's on a hamburger, if it's on a hamburger, fine. Because it does it <laughs> yeah. does melt well. It does melt well. I will I say. like bougie cheese and I like Walmart cheese. Oh, all the cheeses. Cheese. Do you ever have smoked mozzarella cheese? Yup, I had it all. <laughs> yup, that's the. There's this blueberry goat cheese they sell. It's fucking fire. Oh uh-uh, man, that, dude, that, when did you become a Frenchman? Dude, what my, the hell I is this? The girls' night that goes down. They break out all Me these too. wild cheeses. I hate, I hate goat cheese. God, I want yeah, to get a girls' nasty. night. And I hate girls' night. So what's the what's the J Dub's uh, J Dub's girl? Has a close group of friends that they do a girls' night. Like, is it once a month, oh, Justin? No, it's every week. Every week they do a Damn. girls' night they where they'll have, well, they have tacos houses. and whatever. And some nights they do a, a nice cheese. And I would love to attend one of these girls' nights with them. Matt, nice you know who used to do that? Yeah. Who? Me, Kelly, Shirley, Morgan. Who else? Smiggles B. Smiggles B. Man. squirrels and Shirley Shirley would make these fucking homemade egg rolls and fry them and wow we were just a little like, racist because she's Asian but who said it <laughs> you <laughs> I'm just kidding one yeah, dude I remember I remember one and time I would bring American cheese slices she was uh she was dating this guy at work uh Shirley and she's Asian and I remember he got so mad because he was like trying to be big shit and you know who I'm talking about too Jana and he was trying to be like big shit. I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. Why don't you go keep banging Tokyo Rose at the trailer park? And he fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told me Shirley's vagina was horizontal. Oh the God. opening. I and not that joke all the time. I, the yeah, for real. I, think, I think that was in Truly Tasteless Jokes books. Remember that Truly Tasteless joke, joke book? Yeah. Oh, didn't you used to bring that around in grade school yeah, and just tell all of our teachers? <laughs> Man, the finger shirt and the truly tasteless joke book. You were the best kid in school. So a guy walks into a bar and there's a horse, right? Yeah, that was me at like fifth grade and shit. Yeah. Like Absolutely. mad little 10 year olds around me. Dude, when we uh, were in drama uh, class or whatever, we had this teacher named Ken Schwartz and we could like <laughs> totally take advantage of this guy. Like we did whatever we wanted in this. And so one time we were doing like, I don't remember what we were doing, but Eduardo 
like you had to go in groups on stage and Eduardo went on the stage and he was like, hi, my name is Sal. Sal T. Nuts. <laughs> and this was seventh grade. And Ken Schwartz was like, all right, all right, Eduardo. Okay, Eduardo. All right, we got it. All right, Eduardo. And then, I'm like, only, I'm only, I'm only like, and I'm only like a really uh, little kid, too. That's the crazy part. Yeah. And Ken Schwartz would get so mad, but he could never. He used to get like so pissed off, like. But he uh, would like never do anything. He would just get mad. Like, remember we we had like a seance like skit too. Like we were like doing a resurrection too. We're like salty nuts, big and rise up from the dirty ground, and everybody was. Oh my god! And, and, then, we, and then we did like that. We did like a levitation, and that's when we did that chant. That was crazy. Dude, <laughs> shout out Salty Nuts, fan of the show, listener. Salty Nuts, man. Shout out Ken Schwartz. Wow, yeah. that's right. that's incredible. Hold on, wait, wait. About this girls' night though, let's go back to Janice girls' night real quick. Uh, All right. You still talk to Morgan? Let's get her on the show. Jenny's <laughs> corner. Oh, I'm serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> all right i have a good question i wrote this myself naked, naked gun is like seriously another timeless one yep oh so good oh uh, so good so good so when's good. the la- when's the last time your mom saw you naked me yeah holy shit man holy shit maybe in peru <laughs> yeah in peru. maybe like right. 10 years old or nine years old probably yeah, I was good about that shit. Yeah, I was. You're not gonna watch my shit. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like we like. I don't know. When you're in a house, I'm one of. I'm one of four, and there's three boys. So I think like the your mom seeing you naked shit got that ended like kind of early. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was. It, it might. I was. We had three boys in my house, right? Same, there was yeah. no girls. Yeah, where it's like I don't want anyone seeing me naked, Ugh. especially not my mom. Gross. Yeah, I never got caught pulling it. Nothing like that. I don't that think I ever got caught pulling it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what, though? Um, I do remember one time I was, like, hammered drunk and, like, fell asleep, like, naked. And I don't know. I think maybe, like, I fell asleep naked, like, on my bed. And I don't, I just think, because I, uh, I don't know if my mom, like, because, like, I was so hammered. Like, I think my mom, <laughs> like, checked on me. And I think then <laughs> might have been the last time. And I was like, it's all right, but i was i was asleep so i don't know though i'm just speculating because breakfast the next day was really weird so i'm just saying <laughs> would you rather work in a coal mine or be one of those guys in the 30s building the empire state building whoa, whoa. 30s 30s empire state building you have Agreed. A better yeah man you're not getting black lung and like you're yeah, yeah, also yeah. those you could be one of those harnesses but you, can, you, you can you can be one of those, you, but you could eat like one of those guys eating lunch on the beam, you know that picture? Yeah. Like that famous picture. That'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah. How many you guys you gotta have good I think balance? You just get used to it. You'd get used to it. I think. How many guys think. do you think died falling? Like I would love to see probably the hundreds. Pro- probably hundreds. Yeah. At there's probably like a there's four. probably like a guy every week. That they're like, you know, the next day they'd come in and be like, oh dude, Jerry, look at that puddle over there. That was Jerry. <laughs> 
He was 75 up, 75 floors up. Look at him. He's liquid now. Imagine how many people got hit with a lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) With a ham sandwich. (laughs) You imagine you get, you you die because someone's shoe fell off. (laughs) Like, the size 10 took my head off. God damn. How'd Uncle Gary die? Shoe. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. With a quarter. Dumb son of a bitch. Would you rather build a railroad through the Midwest or be a part of the deadliest catch lobster men? <laughs> wow, man. Well, that's, ta- let's that's let's so, rewind. That's let's such rewind. a weird one. Let's rewind. Let's rewind here. Let's examine. You're saying, would you rather be a part of <laughs> the 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 trail of whiskey and tea, where it's you know they're building the railroad? One side starts, the other side starts meeting in the middle, right? They're just building the railroads all the live all the live long day. Long day. Yep. And then and then the and then the other one is you could be on deadliest catch and you're catching lobster. Lobster. And where does the deadliest catch take place? It takes place off the coast of Alaska. Oh, so and you're living like, in it's like waves, Alaska. like tidal waves hitting you. And yes, you. all the time. And is it the king crab lobsters? Yeah, I guess or it's no, crab crabs are different. Well, no, it's crab not a crab lobster. Oh, so king oh. crab lake. I guess so, it's crabbing. I think it, it comes down to what we just yeah. said before. Wait. Like, I, yeah, yeah be cold. Do you want to be hot? They got harness. They got harnesses, right? I mean, Which is one? it? Is it? People is, die all the time doing the lobster thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hold on. So, have you guys heard about the coconut crabs? Do you know what those are? Those big I've giant ass crabs. So Probably these are le- these are legit the most terrifying things on this planet. You've eaten them? No. But uh, have you heard? Do you know who? Uh, all right. So we've all heard of Amelia Earhart, correct? See, is yep. that right. uh, an STD you get on the islands? <laughs> you <laughs> wish. Yeah, you get it in Jamaica. But uh, no. Um, Burns. Burns. So, yeah, okay, yeah, forgot. Yeah, the fan and it sprays all over her face. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, Amelia Earhart is when you bust and you lose it and you can't find it. <laughs> where did you come? Uh, where, did, what, where did they go? Uh, but, in this room, Justin. That was one of the most ingenious things you've ever said. That was um, pretty smart. Yeah. Unless so, the Bermuda Triangle, probably. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Amelia Earhart gets lost in Bermuda Triangle. Several years later, right there, there was like, uh, or not, but then there was like a transmission of someone hearing Amelia. <laughs> there's a like record of someone hearing Amelia Earhart over the radio, right? Several days after she was lost, right? People threw it away. They're like, no, it's bullshit. That can't be true. Then they researched a little more and they found this island in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. Right. They go to this island on this island. They find a fire pit and a radio. Right. And then they found the remnants of a body that looked like it was torn apart and the skull was crushed. And then they found on this island the coconut crabs, which they call them coconut crabs because their claws are so big and strong. They can crush a coconut with them. Oh, damn. Have you seen a coconut? I just looked at the pictures of it. It's horrifying. This is, if these things invaded the U.S., we are done. I'll tell they you will. this. It's right like those killer walks. What? The, the, oh, the, the uh, white people? The murder hornets? <laughs> yeah. Are you, talking about the, are you talking about the murder. Amish people again? <laughs> those killer wasps? <laughs> white Anglo-Saxon Protestants? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how, uh, how far does that's, that, that, that's a that's also an epidemic. Yes, true. I understand. But um, but the but the um wasps. I'm talking about. You ever saw those killer wasps? The no, murder but hornets. now I'm not gonna yeah, sleep. The murder wasps. They're called like murder wasps. They're called murder hornets. How how? Oh yeah, uh, murder hornets. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Two how words. How far do you live from your grocery store? Oh, uh, like three minutes. But I don't even go to the grocery store anymore. New York has like Instacart and all those things that come to your house much really easy. So you Wait, get... you live in New York? Yeah, Manhattan. Oh wow, big timer! You didn't say you didn't <laughs> mention yeah, you you oh, didn't no, mention I, that. You know how I Oh, the Eduardo Manhattan over here. Ho. They call me Manny Hatton. <laughs> if you, you get free groceries, but you have to rollerblade to and from the grocery store. <laughs> I yes, on my, 100%. On my yes. electric scooter. No, Dude. man, they come, they come right to my door. They have this like service called Instacart, which I love. And they even go to Costco for me, which I love. So Shout out, and fan of the show. Love Costco. Yeah, man. Costco. I love I live for Costco. Sean, I was there yesterday. Big fan. I just uh recently uh, for those listening to the show know that old Uncle Maddie has purchased a home. And the first thing we did after purchasing the home was get a Costco membership. Shout out. Sweet. Stay in the show. Man, did, you get, did, you get the gold, did you get the gold card though? I like did. The black card? I did. I did. The black card. You know, it's, it's called the, the executive. It's executive like the membership. VI, yeah, executive membership. Yeah, we did get you that. Go in, you it's go a, into the back door and shit. You get yeah. exclusive, like comes Jesus with three like, foot jobs for life. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and an optometrist appointment. Foot job. <laughs> that that should have been the next question. Where's the nearest massage parlor by my house? Yeah. Uh, did you, you ever went, play? If you if you went to a massage parlor like an Asian one super excited and all they did was foot jobs i'd be so disappointed <laughs> you'd be like well i came imagine on this way i guess imagine if, like, imagine if they do it and it's like blows you away it's like the great now you're a foot job guy <laughs> now you can it's only do foot jobs it's the greatest job you've ever had <laughs> i wish i could do foot jobs if anyone's listening to the show it's hiring imagine like she takes her foot and she like claws like some like vinegar and dips it into like some ham. And next thing oh, you know, gosh. <laughs> you have a nice Italian a little <laughs> soft roll. What are we doing? We're making sandwiches. Yeah, right? she, gives, she gives you like make my food with your feet. You heard me. I brought an assortment of meats and a roll. I want you to get in front of me. Make me a sandwich with your feet. You get, the, you get to pick your condiments too. That she's like, you're gonna get the rubbed faster off. you do it, the more I'll tip you. Yeah. She's like, you'll supply the mayo. All right, enough. That was too far. That was too far. Okay, <laughs> Justin. Sorry. So your question was. If you could get free groceries, but you have to rollerblade to and from, <laughs> the question was nonsensical. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, it's really, he lives three minutes away. Who wouldn't rollerblade to the grocery store? Yeah. Did you ever play Dave Mir freestyle BMX for PS2? No. Okay. Do you have any questions for me? I like really wanted to though. You should have. It was fucking fire. Yeah. The way you just said it, it's like I just Here felt like I missed out on my childhood. Um, <laughs> how far away do you live from your grocery store? Right across the street, I would roll a blade there with a smile on my face. Yeah, damn man. And then it's right, downhill so you... the whole way home because that's the other thing is you factor in you get free groceries, but you can only take what you can carry. I mean, you're also on roller blades, so like making you know, a make lot multiple of trips. trips, making yeah. my way downtown. You know, yeah, making my way downtown. Walking I, would, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, he did that on purpose. And I would roll blade in the store and stuff too. <laughs> 
Uh, hell oh, yeah. Once fun. the blades are on, they're on, babe. They're not you coming know? off. And you know that they call them you fruit know, booters? You know what the hardest part of rollerblading is? What? Telling, Telling your parents you're gay. Okay. That was a dope joke. That was a dope joke. Look, 59th Street, just to let you know, talk about rollerblading. If you ever go to New York right now, you got your rollerblade on 59th, like right at the bottom of Central Park right now, they just like set up a whole like old school like roller rink in the middle of Central Park. It's all lit up. If you look it oh, up on you, wow. it's pretty interesting. It's really so. If you want to do some different stuff and you're really into rollerblading right now, they got like that whole huge setup. It's a really nice night if you can do it. So yeah. here's a here's a horror story from the roller skating rink. There is a roller skating rink by us called Spin Around. Right, Justin? You know it. You love it. Spin Around. Great name. Three hundred nine skate. Three hundred nine skate now, but it's called Spin Around, and it's just a roller skating rink, right? So you would go there back in the day. So it's sixth grade, right? And my soccer team, we were the best soccer team ever. And <laughs> we went to have our like soccer team party at spin around, right? So the whole soccer team's there. And then my older brother is there with his buddies too, right? So they do this thing where they used to do like the 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 conga line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like everyone oh, gets yeah. in line and they skate together and it's, you know the whole thing so i'm in the front of the conga line doing great leading the conga (laughs) line doing awesome everyone's like wow look at that guy he's the best conga line guy there is i'm like yeah i am you know and high fiving and doing great and then all of a sudden my brother comes by with like a broom right and he throws it at my skates and i trip and fall down and then the rest of the line was just like, bam, 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 and just oh, like I was man. covered in bruises because everyone just ran into Whoa. me with their skates. And I was like, oh, oh God, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but shout out to Tom. He thought it was hilarious. So, <laughs> hey, hey, Jenna, tell him the horror stories with our skating rinks. You go there, you get shot. Whoa. Yeah, you get shot. Like <laughs> it's like roll bounce. Oh, shout out, shout out, little Bow Wow. The skating rigs in our area were places where everybody would, we would find each other and like there'd be like beef between different people and you you could easily get shot at any given like skate night. Or the makes bowling it fun, alley, you know? remember? Skate yeah. skate twenty two. Remember skate twenty two? Yeah, if that was that was there, the one. That place was no joke. If you went out there, what you was, might get shot. What was the Kendall Park one that was like Yeah, Kendall Park was also like that was the one like Franklin, yeah. Where we're what from. was the name of it? It's Kendall Park Whatever. Skating Ring. It was oh, called Kendall very Park. Clever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> said a little bow wow. Well. You just don't know. The way you move. Hey, you want to go skate? Remember that? You might have you, you know, like, let's go skate. Let me get my Kevlar. Yeah, let me yeah. get my Kevlar. Yeah. Not a bad idea for a live event. Just saying. Roller skate. Skate survivor. Roller skating <laughs> survivor. Paintball paint skating. Yeah. Re- reenact the broom incident. <laughs> i mean i'm still still having nightmares about that where did so, he get this broom from he just stole the janitor or you know what room. it might have been a pool stick now that i think of it but it was like it was a broom shape kind of hand broom handle shape might have been a pool uh, that stick. makes sense no, I think did you guys it. fight when he got home like was it a huge brawl after oh my home? god i was so beat up man what did you i was i could barely walk you know i thought i was gonna have to get spinal reconstruction surgery they That's crushed crazy. me dude this line 
there was only two people that weren't in this line in the whole thing. That's how good I was leading this Congo line, right? This, I'm like, I'm like, hey, look buddy, at me, look, look at me go. Congo Matt is what they were calling me. And I'm Congoing all over the place. And the only two people not in the Congo line was my brother Tom and his buddy Screwball. And then, you know, he hit me with the, the pool stick. And then down, down the Congo line went. And it went all over me. Talking about pulling a, you know, like Amelia a, Earhart. You know what I'm saying? Like a women's uh, bicycle race. Just everyone piled on top of you. Oh, they crushed me. Did they you see that? Me. They had a Tour de France and they all, all crashed into each other in a big pile to all Just the female so cyclists today. yeah it was horrifying yeah first you're talking about cheese with fruit in it and now it's the bicycle the French. I, I started reading about the french revolution where they started cutting off all the rich like they started eating a rich yo it's wild yeah let them eat cake that one yeah, it, there oh. were some shit yo or let them eat brioche i believe they said on the label of wow i gotta go i think we all just got very aroused but besides that, um, okay, so let's get Lady back to Wood. it. So you're growing up in good old Somerset, New Jersey. Shout out your parents, immigrated to this country, and then, you know, the American dream. Great for them, great for you, great for America, right? So you're growing up, you do in public school, you did public school all the way through, right? But yep, you, yep. you told us football was your jammy jam. That was your jam, jamming football out. Football was my jam. How old were you when you started playing the footy football? Believe it or not, I didn't play organized football until ninth grade. But the thing was, I used to play backyard football with yeah. all my friends. Yeah. And I just knew I was good at it because, like, back then, people just had a really hard time tackling me. Sure. And I was, in, I was into weightlifting. So yeah. I knew that football was going to be my sport. So I, I, I did that. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, when I had this, a similar experience, I didn't start playing football till like, organized football till seventh grade, but I was also, like, one of the biggest kids in my neighborhood, so it was tough to tackle, right? So I thought, like, dude, I'm going to be the best fullback and, and tight end that's ever lived. And then I get to football the first day, they're like, yep, you're going to play tackle. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right. I thought I was going to be like Emmett Smith, you know? <laughs> yeah. But against yeah. all these other kids who don't play football, I don't that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, it was weighted football. I became, I became a lineman too. Yeah. Yeah. It was weighted football too. So I had to cut weight to play, you know, but still, I made it. No big deal. But either way, it wow, was. Football. Yeah. Dude, football, I'll tell you, football, I, if I could go back, like wrestling is what I, we concentrated on, but I would, I, football was the best. I loved football. Football is so much fun. And it was oh the best. God, like, I could talk about that all day. When yeah, you're on like a team with like, yeah, the camaraderie and everything's clicking and you're fucking kicking ass. Like, is there anything better? You know what I'm saying? Like just being oh, part man. of the crew. That was the I best. I just remember like I was a kid and every day, like before like um football games, I'd be praying like, like religious, like a saint, like please yeah. God that we win, that we don't lose, we're going to feed it the whole team. It would be like, yeah, and I'd be like superstitious. The socks that I wore, yep. the same yep. wristbands, yep. tape, all that kind of stuff. Dude. I mean, the Our funny story about so good. Oh, so we had an undefeated freshman football team, and we would have probably ended up being real good, but half the team plunked out or yeah. got arrested. <laughs> Damn. Damn. No, I'm not. 
literally, not even joking, yeah. out, of, like, out of our freshman class, we had like 25 or 30 kids. Probably only 10 or 12 remained in our freshman football class, right? Damn. Yeah, me, Randy, Ricky, Deshaun, just like not that many. Andy, Andy Malowitz. Oh, and, Andy, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Andy. Uh, yeah, man. It was like um, not that many of us that, that were left. So, and then, um, so wait, you started playing in ninth grade, organized right yeah i joined the freshman team and i like 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 you said man i immediately became a lineman love i had it. to suck it up i was a linebacker too love it and um i did well i mean i think i was a two-way starter on the freshman team and then dude man I, I i think i was in some really really good shape i mean at that point i was and the funnier part i think the funny part is i'm only five four okay <laughs> and i'm a lineman uh, uh like a, a guard <laughs> but back then dude like that kind of, like, I feel like, because I remember we had a kid on our wrestling team, right? His name is Zach Freiling, right? And he's a two-time state champion, placed third as a sophomore. He was ranked number two in the nation, like, really, really good. Got a full yeah, ride to man. West Virginia, right? Like, Damn. really, really good wrestler, right? And back in the day, <clears throat> this jacked, like, total stud, right? But he's, he's I think he's 5'4 also, you know what I mean? Like, he wrestled and he wrestled a hundred and like one fifty two and one sixty. You know what I'm saying? But he, when we were sophomores, he was the starting middle linebacker on the football team and our football Sophomore, team. Right? Yeah, and our really and but he was but he's five four also. But the thing was, our team was really good. You know what I mean? Like Crazy. there was yeah, like man. there was ESPN did a documentary at at our football. We went to this high school called North Penn. And they did a oh. documentary, like, a, you know how they do, like, they follow a team for a season? So the yeah, first yeah. one you they did, one yeah, the first one they did was called The Season, and it was for our, me and Justin's high school. And this, yeah. the dude I'm talking about was, a, like, a starter as a sophomore, right? And, like, he's a, he was a freak athlete, but I'm just saying, like, you could still be 5'4 in high school back then and be a fucking stud on the football field. True, true, man. True. It, it maybe not have, it maybe might not have translated to college, but yeah, in high man, school, if you're jacked and you can move and you can like no and you're not afraid to like lay some motherfuckers out, you can play the yeah, game. Man. You know what I'm saying? Completely, completely. So like that's kind of where you were at, right? You're you know, yeah, you're playing man. you're playing hard out there to kill motherfuckers and take heads off. Like, is that what's going mm-hmm. on? Man, I mean, yeah, man. I was yes. Thing. I was pretty I was pretty good at hitting and that was a call and I was really in shape at that time nice. and then I'd, t- I'd probably say um sophomore year I was the backup linebacker in varsity like behind um Kareem Blue as, so, as a sophomore Blue, as a sophomore and we were nice. on a state championship we were top in the state we were like top three team okay. in the state and I was the second string linebacker okay and then what happened was um we were playing in the scrimmage my sophomore year and um I hit the dude in the backfield. It was me one on one, and I busted my knee. Uh, so I blew out my ACL, complete tear, and I was uh, out. And at that point, and what really pissed me off, man, it's always happened to me. I always get hurt before we do the Ironman contest on my team. Yeah. I would have probably got three Ironmans in a row at that time because I was so like all around fast, strong, and and, and like. Mm-hmm. And every single time that we were going to do the Ironman contest, I got hurt or I wasn't able to take it because of surgery or something. So do you remember what the requirements were for the Ironman contest? Like the bench press, they would take your body weight. And I was only about one. 
160. I was okay. 160, 150, and I was benching like three something. And then I was squatting like 400, and I was like um, running like a four. So you were a fucking fire hydrant, right? Like I you mean, were. Football, you were just football a- to me. I loved the sport. Like I have never the been. Best. Sometimes the things that the things that charge me up, like every now and then in my life, I think. When things get really tough, I think back to certain times when I had focus. And there's like only a couple times in my life where I had extreme focus. And that was football and where I achieved my goals. Like I wanted to be like a starter on a championship football team. And I wanted to play college. And I wanted to do the NFL. But the knee injury really, I definitely could have been college. But I yeah. blew my knee out. I definitely, yeah. I blew my knee out. And that was it. That was, yeah. even to this day, my knees sucks. I mean, it just hurts really bad. It was is, it your, uh, is it your low knee or your high knee? It's. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was, I, was, I was like, let me think about that. No, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but football, wow, um, football was a time that, that, that really set off an example of when I wanted to focus on something and, and achieve. And then yeah. it so, happened in college too. College. I wanted to join this fraternity and I joined this fraternity that is extremely difficult to get into. And there's a very difficult process that's involved with that. Yeah. And which I can't get into. And then was it called, I went through that process and, 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 and succeeded in that. And again, I look back at like that whole football, then there was that, and then it was graduating engineering. I was an engineer in, in, in college and I almost, Damn. I had a really, really difficult time in engineering because I was always good at school. And yeah. then by the time I got my junior year and I got into the fraternity, I started like I I went to Rutgers and I was like literally living next door to all my friends from Franklin. So they would all come crash. <laughs> they would come to college basically every day and I would be like extremely distracted yeah. and I damn near dropped out. You know what I mean? I went from being like a really good student to almost a dropout. And was it called? I had to like turned it all around and then there was one day where I got extremely focused and, you know, I ended up doing what I needed to do and graduate. Yeah. So, Robert, um, get out of my house. I got to study. Yeah, but fo- football kick. Yeah, exactly. Robert <laughs> is one of my like childhood friends that like my brother, like okay. this guy was like constantly, there's a million stories about that guy too, with me and him, but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, football really kicked it off. So you, you talked about football, man. I could talk about that all day. But, yeah. but uh, I think the biggest highlight would probably say like that day that my knee got busted. Like I just remember on the ground, I felt like somebody took a shotgun and just blew my knee out. And, it, uh, and I was like, okay. and I was like it, the first two seconds. And like, that's the thing. Like, I wish, I hope I could have that feeling again, because the first two seconds were like, my life is done. I was like, my, I'm, I'm like, football's done. I'm never going to play football again. This sucks. Damn. And then the next two, you heard about this like in the NFL, like that's the first two seconds, but like the mentality, like the warrior mentality is like, nope, I'm going to come back. Like yeah. the next three, three, four seconds and everything was like, I'm coming back next season. Yeah. Yeah. And literally like I got up, like we got up, they helped me off the field or whatever. And I was like, I'm never going to miss a day after this. And what I meant by that was like recovery was every day. I'm going to do whatever it takes to like yeah. rehab and whatever. And, yeah. you know, within a few weeks I was already like, like off the crutches and able to like walk around and and then I had to like and because I was still like growing just a, a little bit more I couldn't <laughs> get the surgery I couldn't get the surgery my sophomore year so I had to yeah. play the whole junior year without an ACL Oof. and I played and I started defensive tackle and offensive tackle Dang. on a really good 
yeah, both ways, and they never Dang. took me out. And I was also kickoff, kickoff. I'm talking about wedge buster and everything. Damn. So like my knee got. They, I went back to the doctor after that football season. I had no more meniscus in my knee, and <sighs> I had I had arthritis of a 40 year old in my left uh, knee. At 15, yeah, at 15 years old. So like, did they have knee, to drain it? Um, no, oh. I never had to do drainages. I've had to have my knee drained a couple Same. times. I had a big old bubble. Oh, it was damn. more like internal, man. It was it was like internal. It was like a, it, like a lot of stuff. It was just all had to do with arthritis and just mobility in that knee. That knee got like destroyed. And um, I, you know, I didn't even expect it. I came from nowhere. Nobody knew who I was. I never played. I was like, I was out my whole sophomore season, and out of nowhere, they I got third team all area, and that's the thing. in, in, in as defensive tackle. But honestly, if that would have been my senior year, I would have been first team. But it's just like it's all yeah. political. You know how yeah. it is. It's political sometimes. I had like 60 tackles, 50, 50, 50 something tackles as a, you know, as a as a um, nose tackle. I mean, that's, that's that's a lot, you know, that's a whole that's, lot. Say, that's pretty That's pretty good. Numbers, Considering you know, that you guys play like what, like 12 games a year, you know, like. 11 if you would if you go to back then it was 11. 11 was games and you had 60 tackles. You know what I mean? That's really Those, good. It, it was nine because you have to make it to the championship. Back then, my junior year in yeah. Jersey, yeah, there's only one. There's only two playoff rounds, so it's it's I think it's like twelve the most you could play. But yeah. a regular season's a regular season's only nine nine games. So was it called? And then we made it to my, to the one one playoff game and we got upset and Damn. lost. But still, but like, like you, but so if you had nine nine games and sixty tackles, dude, that's really good. Something yeah. like that. You're in. That it means you're like, in like, on well, it every play. Still, man, I think. And the and the funny part was, I think I'd probably say I was probably even more successful as a defensive, an offensive tackle, and that was the one, the, which is a tall man's position. Like if yeah. you're short, you're usually going to be a center or you're going to be a guard. Yeah. But we were so. But I think it just happened to be that the guy got hurt. Like I was originally not supposed to be a two way starter, and the kid got hurt the first game, and then I got in right away, and and they never took me out. After was it called? But like nobody, I I never gave up a sack. That Man, that whole like, that's it, impressive. It, and there was like um. Plus two, I bet you were a lot quicker than some of those guys too, because of your size. Like your your mobility and balance yeah. is probably a lot better. Yeah, man, it was, man. And, and you know what? And to be honest, like I said, is man, it's like I was just so focused, man. Yeah, I was, I was, I had really, we had a really good line coach and a really good technique, and I was just really, really like into the weights, which helped like a ton. So that was, that was, that was like something that I can legitly say I was, I, I, I did my best. Like if there's something like. You didn't leave anything on the table, like you know. What I mean, mm -hmm. that was that was something that I put a hundred percent in, and that I can look back and say that is the type of effort you want to put into when you want to achieve a goal. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. did a great job. You did a great job Thanks. for sure. I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. My senior yeah. year was different though. I didn't have the focus that I had my senior year, even mm -hmm. though I got more honors and all that other kind of stuff. But again, I think that's more. I missed four games my senior year, or three games because of injuries again. So Damn. yeah, Damn. man. So it's a tough sport, man. Well, let's keep it moving though. So it is time for another segment. It's the new hot segment, hitting the streets. It's the cute questions corner with Jana the Heartstopper Hilo. Cute questions Thank corner, Jana's questions. Cute questions corner with Jana. Cute questions. Jana's questions. The so it's yep, it's the yeah. cute questions corner with Jana Hilo. 
Jana, take it away. So Eduardo Elite Valdivieso. Wow. <laughs> what is your sign? Sagittarius. Damn. Are you, a, are you a true Sag? Total Sag. Oh man, I'm I'm honestly I'm not into that kind of stuff, but now I'm learning I kind of am. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I am a true Sag. What's a Sagittarius? I never cared, but girls always bring it up, so I'm starting to always. learn. We're supposed Fish. to be incredibly loyal, honest. True. Yeah. We're honest people. We're True. very passionate. Shout. Um, strong-willed. Ooh. Um, we get really upset, though, I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time you got really upset at one of my parties and threw your can of beer in my pool, and I was really <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> and that's one thing You're I do remember. I was shit-faced and I was so embarrassed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Um, so Eduardo, um, what do you like best in a female partner? Okay. Uh, talk about that back porch, baby. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Honestly, reciprocity. I think that's I've been a good one. What it hold on. I don't even know what that means. Is that an STD? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you I know what like reciprocate I, means? I, no, reciprocity? I mean, Is that Spanish yeah. for boobs? <laughs> Reciprop titties, right? Reciprop titties. Oh my god! Is that Spanish for boob? You goof, you. So reciprocity. I feel like no, because I'm that Sagittarius that you hear about. Like I'm just everything I do, it's a hundred percent. That was a brag. I'm that Sagittarius that you hear about. Yeah, I'm that sad. Number one sad coming in. It's like I I think, and I think that's a weakness of mine. I feel like it's hard to meet my expectations. I feel like if I'm giving you my all, I want you to give your all. Sometimes I don't know whether that all is that all, but you know, I like to see that good effort. Yeah. I'm like that too, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're saying perfect, Jana, because you are. I mean, facts Uh, on facts. Facts on facts on facts on facts. Jana's a good one for real. Probably a great one if we were to check the records, but you know, we don't have (laughs) the records stand. Okay. Your favorite, your favorite thing in a partner is a big old back porch and reciprocity. Got it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't mention the back porch part, but that's definitely a preference. Yeah. Of course, we're, you know, I'm Italian, you're Latina. It's just what we do. Justin's a bastard, so it's all those things. Diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Diplomatic immunity. All right, so uh, Janice, sorry, interrupted. Please continue. That's okay. Um, Eduardo, boxers or briefs? Woo! Tell us what boxers. you want to know. Boxers. Oh man. See, I'm a I'm a I'm a have you seen the boxer brief? You know what I'm saying? Where it's like it has Matt, this, we know this... your answer already. You tell us about I'm just saying brief. everyone every should every week we need Honestly, to know the mental boxer, boxer brief guy. Everyone should agree brief. with me though. Everyone should boxer, yes, it, I, I am a boxer briefs guy. You so have to do boxer briefs. It has real, the comfort and length of a boxer yes. with yes. the structure and diplomatic immunity of a brief. That's I have Wu Tang boxer briefs on right you now. You just he, he oh, just nice. you see, this is this, this is, is that protect this your is neck right over here. He just he protect just your dick. not on me for using reciprocity, but yet he just broke down the boxer <laughs> into like this beautiful, eloquent like explanation. When you're right, you're why right. he's like, Yes, 
it just yeah. feels right it dude it feels more than right if it, it you know it's just incredible the boxer brief is the only way to go and i'll have words with any bun that says otherwise it's got that and it's got that brief pee hole too in it sure it brings sure. you back to your, brings you back to your like what is it i would love for the technical the term when's the last time you put on a good brief a nice Hanes whitey tidy. When's the last time you put them Probably on when I ran out of boxes, right? I'm I don't own any right now, baby. But I would like to try I don't it. own any either. Like, when is the last time? I could pull probably, a brief off. Probably, no, you know what? My mother probably gave me some for Christmas. Oh, you're <laughs> saying like the tidy whitey? When's the last time you wore a tidy whitey? Yeah, when's the, uh, that's, that's what a brief is. The brief is the. Uh, yeah, the, the tidy whitey. The cut, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the speedo. No one, dude. He's like, when's the last time you wore punk panties? Yeah, dude, I well, yeah. Remember, but I feel like I could. If it now might be the time, yo. Bring dude, my Hanes, know. write my last name on the back. Jack, Jack wears Hanes briefs. Jack Nancy. Jack Nancy. Yeah. Dude, he's the baddest he wears... motherfucker that there is. So he is. Shout but out, he's... Jack. Shout out Jack Nancy, fan of the show, listener of the show. But, Recovering well, by the way. Shout oh, out. Good. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, oh, damn. We didn't talk about that yet. <laughs> uh, but, Time's a yeah. ticking. Yeah. So keep going, Janice. Sorry I interrupted you. That's okay. You always do. Um, oh, wow. Eduardo, yeah. what's your toxic trait? Like, my toxic trait is I always talk about dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so, so funny. I know Janice. She's like my childhood friend, and I haven't really spoke to her that much as an adult lately but um let, let, let me say my toxic trait is i probably say talking too much <laughs> as you can probably tell no you i wouldn't a lot. say that no. i do I, I i remember what did i what was my senior year award jana <laughs> what were you most talkative or why yeah. no i know heard before seen heard before no, seen i was i was most talkative yeah <laughs> Definitely. I just like active. it's like I have a detailed oriented family. I had a dad who always had to give me pep talk. Sure. And my and, and an older brother who had to paint a picture before everything. And like uh, I just always feel like I have to tell every detail. And when I you guess got that it, you got it, babe. There's nothing wrong. Nah, with man. It, sometimes you know? it's good and sometimes it's bad. It's you know, it's called a gift that. of gab. Not the a gift of gab. Yeah. Oh damn, man. You're just that humble guy, man. That humble uh. guy. Hey, come uh, on! I'm almost perfect. What are you gonna do? You're the one. Uh, yeah, you're the one that like like maneuvers the podcast and is able to like transition the conversations ever so wonderfully. But me, on the other hand, guy, like I, I probably but, say the toxic trait is definitely could be too much. You know, too much, too much of that. Too much talking about like, dicks, like Jan. Yeah, I just gotta get straight to it, right? Look, we're gonna <laughs> talk about one thing, one thing only, and that's that horn you got hanging there, all right, babe? You know. <laughs> Dick that's perspectives. Now we're on the podcast. It's time to whip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, first thing everybody does, show us your schwanz. Let's the go. Weekly dick measuring contest. Yeah. And she has like the the measuring stick. Like you gotta place it back. Janice, like I'm not used to seeing them this color. I put, I put it all the way into the camera like that to make it look. Cute. Wow, Matthew. <laughs> Why are they the color of candy? Here you go. You like it? It's nice and hairy, too, right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's All my right. cutie pie question corner. I'm good. All right. Awesome. Thank Great you. job. You said it so sweet. Yep. Ended it, it with so a sweet. bang there, Jana. Real nice. I was all shy, too. I'm like, Sagittarius. <laughs> and I'm like, show me your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Spin it. it. 
Jana, you said a couple things on this show that if we clipped it together, you'd be like the best 1-800 number call girl, that, whatever it was. And you I know think- what the worst part is? I'm like, I'm shouting dick right now. I'm like, I'm next to my door and like kids are walking by and family. <laughs> and I'm the guy who's always walking in with his two sweet kids and shit like that. And, yeah. I, and the worst part is I can't even hear when I'm, you know, I have these headphones on and my door is right here. Yeah. So like... You know I'm talking loud already, so everybody's hearing yeah, all this crazy yeah. shit I'm saying right now. You're all right. on me. I have a two and a half year old, literally a floor above me, and she's been hearing all of this. So. <laughs> I have multiple children bound in my bed. Ba- I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all my children are corrupted right now. They're being corrupted at this moment. Like yeah, thousands. I had a uh, I had an incident the other day where uh, my daughter we, we got back from the park and there was an incident on the way to the park while driving there and it was me and her in the car where there was a son of a bitch in the car in front of us and <laughs> you know had to be said. And then we got home and my wife asked my daughter where we were. And she said, beach. And, and I was like, ah, yeah, we're at the beach, not the bitch, the beach. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the bullet there. Hey. The kid's already like that Italian. The beach, the beach. She says, uh, she does say, I say, God damn it a lot. And she'll say, God damn it. Like that. Oh and it's too adorable. Too so adorable. cute when they curse. She should be in the cursing club. I'm just saying. Well, you're the founding member and president, so up That's to right. you, Banana. Up to remember you. the purple club, Jana. I remember that. I do. I still have my purple club member T-shirt. Did you tell him? Did you ever tell him about? What, the yeah. Club? What is? Uh, please do tell. Uh, no, actually, I haven't told you guys. It's a prestigious club called the Purple Club, and it was you can only be in it if your favorite color was purple. And oh. this was in. This was in, let's see, Miss Kirkner's class was fifth grade. Eduardo, you were an honorary member. Sure, sure. Um, no, no, I was never in the club, and I am honestly can't. I'm like, you know how you remember certain things? I remember being jealous. I remember being jealous. Of course. I mean, not only that, well, you're an honorary you, member, not a real member. You rubbed it in. I'm talking about, talk about yeah. rubbing it in. Like, sure. You guys. Yeah, rub it out. <laughs> You Don't love it like, till it's purple. They had like a seven. They had like, like a good group of kids, and she got like official T-shirts. Yeah, in cursive. I remember cursive writing. What? My cousin owned like a screen printing screen company, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Will you make us these purple club member T-shirts? Yes or no?" So we all got them with like our names on the back and everything. You got that all. You got that all. That was Man. that was so. That Dude, must have been Nicole. the best day of school in the history of the world when you rocked the purple club shirts. She rocked it like every day, man. She wore that shit out. So, it's it's gay colors, too. but literally over the colors. Yeah. yeah right. like, we like yellow. I was like, oh, I thought it was a like uh, gang thing. Like yeah. a street or like an area. Like, yeah, no, no. She, the color she yellow. like the gangs in our school and shit. Like, yeah. you can't wear the purple colors and shit. Yeah. yeah. Man, <laughs> purple club. God, I'm not. I mean, I can't be in the purple club, but I want to be. That's just how. You should bring. You know know what, Jana? Jana, you should bring it back. Honestly, if you did that, you might like really make some people's day. Like some from some of your friends from Franklin, like bring back the purple club. I mean, yeah, they would. Such a simple initiation. What is your favorite color? All right. So right now, we want to take a little time to talk and talk about a little incident that occurred. Uh, So Jana and Banana. couple things happened really sorry to hear about some of it uh but let us know uh yeah let us know what happened and what we can do to help 
So there was a drive-by shooting outside my um, apartment sure. building. Yeah, and like, yeah. So it was uh, apparently someone who really wanted to be in the Purple Club, but they didn't, <laughs> and they just went off. So yeah. So my car, you know, someone got shot and everything. So I feel really bad. He's fine. But my car took in, nine shots. Nine? <laughs> was he hiding in your car? No. There, so there were 34 shots fired. My car How took nine How awful of, of a marksman was this guy in the drive so Your car got hit like mine got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is it still working? Um, well, yeah, it works. So the door does the passenger side door doesn't open. The windshield is shot to shit. Oh. I got two flat tires, a oh. rim, two shots in my door, um, two shots like by the uh, passenger side mirror. It's just like so bad. And of course, like I didn't have comprehensive insurance because I'm not smart. And Are also, bullet it was so much money. No, I didn't have bullet coverage. <laughs> uh, sorry, man. We don't cover shootings. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, trying to get a new windshield. So I set up a little GoFundMe because I'm not proud. No, I mean, but oh, also yeah, it's kind of, dude, that's some bullshit though, that like you have full coverage, right? You don't own the vehicle. No, I don't. That was the oh. thing. I didn't have comprehensive, which is like, so I think they put it under van. It wasn't vandalism. It was something else. I don't even remember, but I didn't have coverage. Wouldn't it be li- under liability though? Yeah. Like that's some bullshit, man. That yeah. like, that, how can it not cool? like... How can it not be covered? That's... Does it look kind of cool, like in the door? I mean, like it's got a little flare to it. Cool. So, but like, I need a new windshield real that... bad because it's like cracked and like not yeah. safe. So, and um, yeah. But what tires. and what and what kind of car is it? So it's a Toyota CHR. Mm, shout out! Did, did Did you find any of the actual uh, bullets in in the car? Yeah, yeah. I got some bullets. Some I got five, five, bullets. six rounds. What was it? Yeah, I think it was like a. I forgot. If it was thirty-four shots, you had to have like a fucking AK or something. Like what kind of? Yeah, there were well, there were two guys and they were shooting and like while they were driving, so it was both like both rows of cars got hit and some cars got like their engine shot out and I feel bad, but also I feel worse for myself because I don't have insurance for it. So yeah, still that's such bullshit. And then like every day something else is going wrong. Like then our, then the door wouldn't open. And then like, now there's all these electrical things going off, like, you know, in the, cluster whatever when it's yeah like, it's a yeah. it's, it's like, a pain in the ass yeah so put a bullet like through electric the car. brake or emergency brake or lane trouble or all these things and it's like insurance oh. is doing nothing to to fix but it. like i feel dumb because it's my fault because i didn't have the comprehensive like okay it's not really insurance's fault it's my fault but still also, it has to be covered under insurance. something oh that's some it would have been shot. if i got it but that's some bullshit that annoys you me go so, hunt him down john wick style for everybody listening though uh <laughs> i know it's the, not like they could shoot me <laughs> in the yeah in the description of this episode we'll have a link to janice gofundme and uh if you can i mean every little bit helps damn it Janice. every I'm, people help people that's help. what it's all about yeah that's right and then, and you want somebody to help you if they shoot out your windshield yeah Wouldn't god you? knows i would guy yeah. would i'd be so upset it's yeah. usually my fault my i walked breaks. up to my car and i saw like a note on it but i thought it was a ticket i'm so used to getting <laughs> he, tickets he I'm left like, oh, it out hey again. my bad level 32 <laughs> rounds now i went in your car but i don't have insurance so i'm just writing this note and pretending 
So it's like this, uh, another guy that was in my building was like, your car got shot up, mine too, call me, I already made a police report. So we talked and he's like, yeah, my engine got shot out. And he's like, but I have insurance. And then when I called to get the police report, the, the police were like, oh, well, oh no, the insurance guy was like, the only thing that you can do is find the other guy's insurance. And I'm like, <laughs> probably not going to happen. Oh, so they, Hey, uh, I know you shot my car up, but can we trade info? I just, I just need. Do you have, do you have a, the general? Yeah. Or do you have State Farm? Uh, that's some bullshit. She should do like the. I mean, oh man, have you changed coverages to comprehensive? Not yet, because first, I don't know if it's because of where I live or my credit. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because where you like, live. If it happened once, or like I think uh, it's logistically, it might happen again. No, it was it's when I called to ask it was three hundred and sixty something dollars. And <laughs> I was like, well, that's damage. more than my car payment. Like I can't. Oh. So I don't know. They said try back in a, like November or something. Like he said, I would have been with the company for long enough for them yeah. to be able to give me a deal. I don't fucking know, but try I don't have it right now. Well, if you want to use my address for your insurance, <laughs> try back when there's city. less shootings in your zip code. Dude, I just yeah. changed. Yeah. I changed the address like because I have a new address now. I changed the address on my insurance. And it went from 130 to 85. Oh, so, my gosh. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. So, but, okay. And then let's keep it going. Uh, also, shout out uh, to my favorite guy and the best guy going, Jack Nancy. Um, your Jack dad, Nancy. Your dad, Jack, he shakes down strip club owners and beats the shit out of bad guys. Jack Nancy, what happened? And, you know, our prayers are with Jack Nancy. So Jack had a little they call it a mini stroke. So he had a mini stroke. And, um, you know, my mom always has to be so strong for him. Like he's had, like, he almost died from cancer, like a couple, like 10 years ago or whatever. He had Hodgson's lymphoma. And now it's like, she was like, I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. He was talking about ice cream and banks. And she's like, he couldn't like speak you know, sentences or whatever. And she's like, I'm trying to get him into the truck so I could bring him to the hospital. He's not going in the truck because he wants to go back to work and keep working. And I'm like, what oh my God. So, yeah. But he's like talking about ice cream, but like, wait, yeah. what are you doing? So, you know, they got him to the hospital. He spent three days in the hospital, but he's like really good now. He's super good. They okay. said like something was wrong with his heart. Something was wrong with his this and his that. No, but like there's no weird real answers yeah. yet. Like yeah. so many tests. He had so many tests and I think yeah. they're still. It's a bunch of tests to tell you results. what didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he's doing really great. Okay. And he's doing a lot better. Okay. Care of him. Yeah, yeah. She's the best. Good. Dude, shout out. I mean, dude. Nothing like the love of a great woman, but still, man, I mean, our, you know, T's and P's with you and with Jack Nancy, he's the fucking best. Yeah, he's the best. We'll have him on. That Dude, that's a tough, that's a tough week, huh, Jana? <laughs> yeah. yeah and then I got fired. By the way, everyone working perspectives, I got fired. <laughs> so What? <laughs> if you're so hiring, reach out. It's been a week from hell, so. Wow. Cool, that's a party. Oh, yeah. Man. It's been cool. It's been really cool. Well, like we said, your GoFundMe will be in the description of this episode. So please, everybody, you know, every little bit helps for our for our banana here. Golly, banana. Yeah. That's dude. When it rains, it pours. But at least that's three. Sure. So you're you're good because it comes oh, yeah, right. toughest you're right, you're battles right. to his toughest soldiers. Yeah. All right. So let's keep it moving. 
So we've talked a little footy, footy football, but one thing that we big up on this show and we big it up big time is a little bit of wrestling. So, oh yeah, baby. So Jana, as well as being the best wrestling manager in three counties, was also (laughs) the wrestling manager of Eduardo's wrestling team, right? So Eduardo, when did you start wrestling? What ways did you wrestle at and how'd you like it? All right, so I started wrestling... um, Eighth, I think I've wrestled my first season of like recreational wrestling, like eighth grade. I did okay. it for like a season. Okay. And then I started like wrestling for real in like ninth grade. Okay. And was it freshman? Yeah, I guess I did freshman in JV. And I wrestled at 152. And then my senior year, I wrestled again and I wrestled at 189. So I missed my sophomore year because of that knee injury that I told Dang. you about. So I was out the whole, it happened like during the, the fall. So I wasn't able yeah. to make wrestling season time yeah. and then my junior year i got surgery Ooh. for my name so Yeesh. i missed the whole junior um year so i didn't start wrestling again until senior year so i did varsity that year damn and you made varsity after like um, not not even wrestling team, that long that's really good team sucked to be honest man i got oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were team, good wrestlers i was i was i was a pretty good wrestler i was i was like 500 season in a in a i told you that conference was like top 20 i'm not without a doubt like yeah you're in a like, tough conference it was a really tough conference yeah but but i got my ass handed. i think Peberg holds the record for most state championship wins in jersey so really but they just made that you know they joined the skyland conference when i was a freshman which was in 96 so they've only been in, in in that conference since '96, and you know, Fra- you know, Jana, you know, Franklin's not even in Skyland Conference anymore. I mean, I don't know anything about it anymore, to be honest. We're, we're not, we're not, the, we're not in the same conference anymore. We don't play Hillsboro or Bridgewater uh, 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 or, or North yeah. or, or North Hunterdon or Belvedere or any of them. Yeah, Jen is a big uh-huh. high school wrestling aficionado. <laughs> yeah, I still follow the game. Sure, sure. I still go to the meets. Right, of course. <laughs> He's like but... yelling in the crowd, like, come on there, Steph! Put him in the headlock! <laughs> She's a big Miners and Sigler fan. Chicken yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought uh, Peberg had a really good record in Jersey, but I mean... I, I mean, no, they, they, they have to, but I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. No, I'm just saying, like, when they joined, everybody knew they were going to, like, take over. But it's crazy that they came. They've only they haven't even been around that long, and they got the state record for most championships. No, I That's mean crazy. like this. They maybe I don't know if they've been in your conference for that long, but they've been the school's been around for forever. Yeah, but yeah, but they're called the state liners. So like I yeah. think they were in the PA conference until '96. They, uh, they were. I mean, they, they were because they joined New Jersey in '96. Oh. Oh, I didn't they, know they that. Used to be, I thought I that I th- I yeah. thought that they were always in the Jersey stuff. I didn't know that they were in PA too. But either the way, way that I understood, yeah, the way I understood it to be was yeah, because otherwise, what well, does Easton still play Peabird? Yeah, but it's like uh, like a it's like a rivalry game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 yeah. like the know. Thanksgiving game that we had. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. like it's just like their rival. But okay, so let's keep it going then. So you're wrestling, doing all that stuff. And then you would also do like track and field and rugby and baseball and weightlifting and, and basketball and everything like that. So you kind high of were just. Track and field. High school was track and field. 
Yeah. Believe it or not, I did pole vaulting, which oh. I was. <laughs> it's the only thing they didn't have at ours. Dude, I, I would love school. to do pole vaulting. Like, yeah, I'd say I'd love, I'd say I'd love to, but it, it is that's awesome. It is. Pole vaulting is badass. Like, let's You want to hear a random, a re- something very random. I actually couldn't sleep last night for some random reason. And I stayed up watching pole vault videos <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Nice. I feel like pole vaulting like, is like half badass I, 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 and half like super gay. <laughs> it's the way you have to run with the big pole. Yeah, and yeah, then you're yeah. like, yo, yeah. the girls, the girls, Fly, though, flying. the oh. girl pole vaulters are like straight up models. Like yeah. everything. If you oh, like, yeah? uh, if you like a back poach, check out some of these pole vaulters. That makes yeah, sense. But they're, that makes but they're sense. so pretty too. It's just yeah. crazy. It's like you see some of these Swedish chicks and all that. They're just like. <gasps> Every single one of them, no matter what country, I don't care. I don't care if they went they're from like Beirut. They're like they're <laughs> Beirut. All... <laughs> I'm a Beirut polvater. <laughs> no, they are. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, no, they are you're... all like really good looking. I don't know yeah. why. It's just a yeah. coincidence. No, they're but... they're pretty smoke shows. Yeah. So I don't know. I was also really good at like I'm not I'm like uh, compared to the average person in gymnastics. Like I could do flips and do things like that. So like, oh, yeah. I, was like screw, I was like screw that. I'm gonna do pole vaulting. And I I wasn't really good at it, man. I only did like ten feet. Like like there was this one kid who was like really good on our team, Brett. Yeah. Who was a wrestler? Oh, he but did anyway, pole vaulting. He was good. He was actually pretty legit. Good. Yeah. I had no idea that and, any and, of you did and pole legit, vaulting. And legit, I actually think or he we did had pole vaulting. He actually did pro vaulting at Rutgers, which is D one. So really, he was actually, yeah, yeah, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, he, he, he was, was very athletic. Out. Yeah, he was very athletic. He was really good. Yeah, it wasn't nice. called, but we did. And I actually scored. I lettered in. Like I actually scored in a varsity conference one time in pole vaulting. As much as I sucked, but but nobody was good at it. It was there was you rarely yeah. catch somebody who was scaling more than thirteen. I feet didn't know we like, had that in in school. If you if you yeah, see got, someone that is good at pole vaulting, then they're in the Olympics because there's only like <laughs> right. ten of them. You know, right? Yo, that shit is scary, man. You fall off one of those things one time, you Yo. start getting scared. I, I fell off. A few times and fell into that hole. <laughs> you know, that shit is that yo. I'll never forget this one time, man. It was like all the like the track runners, and we had like an we had like one of the best. We were legit like one of the best track like track like sprinters in in the in the state. Like we always had like a really good track team. So the, all the cool kids are like running on the track, and like I'm running down full speed, like with the pole vault, and then suddenly uh, like I hit. And I get stuck in the air. And everybody just stops and looks at me, and I'm just like holding on to dear life. And I'm like, <laughs> I just, I just let, I just let go and smack into the hole. And everybody's like, oh. oh. And it was like Action Park, like oh. the embarrassment. Oh. <laughs> like you pussy, yeah, you suck. Yeah. I just like failed big time in front of everybody. It was like, oh my god, I'm, I'm so glad they didn't have camera phones back there because I would have, I would have got, I totally would have got memed out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeesh, yeesh, yeesh. Nice. But uh, rugby, rugby was another thing I excelled at again. Like I knew I would. Was it called? And there I was like a little running back kind of because even if you're, I was like the lineman of rugby. Like they have these props in the, the front line, so I was okay. on that. But okay. if you grab the ball, you could actually run with it. So like I, I'd have some glory. Yeah, doing that. You're, it took you back to the backyard days. You know. What yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man, that's a great sport. Now that 
I guarantee, man, if you played it, you would love it. Like it's rugby. I've been to a couple of rugby, rugby matches and they are, there's no bullshit. Rugby is tough. It's not a joke, man. Rugby, it's a very, oof. You got to have it strapped on tight to play a little rugby, baby. Strap dude, it on real tight. So I got my MBA. Um, and when I was in business school, they had, everybody had teams, right? Okay. So I went to this thing called like the world MBA tour and all like, funny enough, I went to Cornell and there was like all these other like schools. They are like Harvard and UPenn and all that. Okay. And it's crazy. You think like these Ivy league douchebags would like suck and not be physical, <laughs> but dude, UPenn, Penn. Yeah. They had on their team, they had Brett Favre's old center. He was on the NBA team. Like this guy was 11 years in the NFL and he uh, was playing, he was playing rugby. And that uh, team was like full of like, Harvard was huge. All those yeah. dudes were like, because MBAs are like people with like, you know, re- really driven people who are like ex-athletes and stuff yeah. like people who are like, oh, true. who got their MBAs. Like they're like, there's a lot of like, a lot of them are like ex, like really good athletes. And some of them were pros, but like Harvard was like stacked with like a ton of like really good players and then like Penn Penn was stacked like their team was like all big ass dudes some of them were like from like from like New Zealand and shit we had New Zealand dudes on our team that were yeah they they play like I remember I had a buddy on my team or my buddy that played he had a kid on his team from South Africa and he's like they're they're next level like the New Zealand guys in Australia and South Africa yeah, he said New Zealand's crazy, right? Like, they're the best. This dude must have weighed, like, 140, 150. He's, like, a PhD student at Cornell. He joined our team, like, super ultra smart. He was, like, disgustingly nasty. It was so yeah. cool, man. Like, yeah. cool as hell. Like, yeah, he was so good. Like, like I, he, yeah. yeah. Also, too, I've noticed this with rugby guys. Um, I remember we were, I worked with a guy. He did rugby at St. Joe's. <laughs> and he said the rugby team slogan was, we just don't give a fuck. And that was it. <laughs> And he was, and from what he would, like, these guys, I don't know what it is with you guys, but you must have, like, iron in your stomachs because drinking beers out of shoes and, like, oh, doing all this crazy God. shit, like, all you right, guys are I'm going to tell you nuts. something about that. I got a good story about that, too. So, and by the way, I know you could do it. Now, knowing you, just talking to you, you were a wrestler. Anybody who wrestled is, if you made it through wrestling, especially your PA wrestling, the wrestling that you said you did, yeah. I already know you. You'd be fine. You'd have been fine. But was it Appreciate called? That. Well, yeah, I know. I know it. I, Justin, it Justin, no chance. <laughs> Built rugby player. Nah, man. But I mean, you would have fit right in. You yeah. Know but but I'll tell you a funny story about that, man. Um, with the drinking, it's like I really at one point thought I could literally legit become an alcoholic. Like rugby. <laughs> oh, I'm not joke. Like this shit is crazy. Like is it so I'm at. I'm at Cornell and these guys are older, right? These guys are older. So they're like, you know, they're like in their late 20s or early 30s or whatever. Yeah. And, and they're, they're all drinking, having a good time. And it's a drinking sport. Like they call it, why is it a drinking sport? Because like literally after the game, everybody's like chugging beers and all that stuff. But then I did a study abroad at the London School of Economics in, 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 um, in London. Okay. So I was, I was living in London and I joined the undergrad team for, London School Economics. And these kids are like 17, 18, and 19. And I joined their rugby team. Okay. Yo, know, these kids, they're like, they had like like a whole team. And you would like, like, it's time to meet up at the bar. And we'd go like meet up at the pub and shit, right? <laughs> if you were, for every minute that you were late, the penalties were a whole drink. So oh, if you were, yes. so I came like seven minutes uh, late. 
Oh, oh. seven beers, and then every and then they they have these games. Like, and let me like kind of like set the thing back. They'd have these drinking games, and the drinking games would be like they'd sing some like nursery rhyme that we would sing in nursery school or whatever. They'd be like, "Oh, Jack and Jay went up the hill." <laughs> and then and then they'd like stop. It would be like red light, green light, or whatever. If you fuck up in the song or you don't have your hands up or whatever. The oh, my gosh. Penalty. But it's never a sip. Like, we do beer pong. Like, oh, beer pong. Like, a little sip or whatever. No. Full cups. Penalties. Oh. Chug the whole beer. Oh. So, like, like I was, like, <sighs> dead. Like, like I'm talking yeah. about those kinds of shits. Like, it'd be, like, shit face nights puking. Like, yeah. out there. How do you was, survive? Yeah. Those Ugh. kids are those kids are crazy, man. Like out there, it's like London and those were those like the kids, like those rugby schools and yeah. the, like where, where that's part of the culture. It's like, it's they're another nuts. level. Oh, they're nuts. They're absolutely yeah, nuts. Yeah, man. We it's, a, it's not. Yeah, yeah we, had a, not we cool. had a guy on the show before that he did some rugby. He had talked about it, but yeah, they're nuts. But I do want to say this. So we are coming close to the top of time. And Eduardo, this has been such a blast, dude. And I know that me, Jana, and Justin were usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be oh, willing to come back. back on. No, dude. that's cool. I'd love to. I appreciate it. So fun. Nice. Dude, so this fun. was so, – you are so much better than the guests we would have had tonight. Uh, oh, come on, man. You guys are just super nice. Man. No, dude, you. this was a fucking – like, I knew when we, like, logged on, I was like, this guy fucking gets it. This oh, come it. on. And this was such a blast, dude. This was so much fun. But – I know we are coming to the top of time. So, you know, we're going to cut off the story here and we'll finish it the next time you're on. But before right. before we get out of here, is there anything you want to say to the, you know, the Eduardo fan base before we take off? Oh, man. Well, I guess thanks for listening. My first time. Nailed um, it. Yeah, man. Nothing really. <laughs> hey, you crushed it, man. Now, now he's got nothing to say. Yeah, now, now you got tried. nothing to say. When you yeah. put me on the spot, yeah, that's so true. Like that's so funny. It's you put me on the spot. I, I suck at being put on the spot. I guess nah, that's it. You were, dude. You crushed it tonight. This was such a blast. Uh, but Jana, what do you got to say to the Jananax before we get out of here? Well, first of all, thank you, Eduardo, for coming on. Yeah, I miss you so yeah. much. Thank it's so good so to much. talk to you. And you saved us. Oh, our man, show saved, from, totally so saved us. Back touch, from the yeah. dick that couldn't make it today. For <laughs> you have and to throw also, a dick in there, huh? <laughs> it's Justin's homeboy that, that had to bail. He was on his honeymoon. Well, that makes sense. It's only whatever. Get your priorities straight, guys. Dumb, right? We booked dumb. this show months ago. You book right. your honeymoon around this show. Wednesday, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, everyone else, thank you. I'll see you more next week. Ooh, nice. Love it. Jana, hold on. Hit us with that line again. Oh, everyone else, thank you. I'll see you tonight. Love it. Very nice. Jalen D. Anything you want to say to the Dub Nation before we go? Went out to here? the Union Stadium for the first time. Wow, in Chester. Wonderful, fantastic park, yeah. In Chester. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, no. around like the park is Talk. questionable, but yep. the park itself had a wonderful time. Hey, had man. some crab fries, crossed like six beers, watched a bunch of soccer. I saw soccer. a striker. It was fantastic. Yeah. Man, even Looks a garbage like can so gets a steak. European. Yeah, look at you. Union, you're, it's dope. Go. You're, you're eating cheese with fruit in it. You're talking about France. You're seeing soccer games. She's eating surrender monkeys. What are you, huh? What are you, huh? Are we going to call you Justine? 
El Justin, La Justin, Mozambique, the French. Yeah, yeah you are big yeah, in Mozambique. So, well, speaking of being big in Mozambique, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the Heartstopper, Jana Hilo, and our guest today was the one and only Eduardo Delvieso. Uh, in case yeah, you're wondering, hey man, thanks for being here. And in case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives@gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Uh, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.